Welcome to the Both and Motherhood podcast, where we honor the duality of being called to both making a massive impact and income through your business and really deep present motherhood. I'm your host, Kim Filippo, and I'm a mom to two amazing boys and a business coach for other female-identifying humans who are or desire to become mothers who are ready to start stepping into the life that they feel called to live and embody this duality of being called to both. I'm so glad you're here. You ready? Let's get started. Hey, hey, welcome back to the podcast. So this week, I feel really inspired to bring this to you today. This was inspired by a conversation with one of my clients that I served on a free coaching call recently. So here's the thing. When you are running an online business, especially as a mom, but regardless, and you are really trying to create something bigger than you've ever had before, whether that's more money, more freedom, more peace, more impact in the world, whatever that is, when you're creating something that's more than you've ever had before, the truth is you're going to get in your own way at one point or another, probably multiple times repeatedly. And that's just human nature. Literally all of us go through that. It's not specific to us as moms. I have friends and coaches who don't have kids and they still get in their own way. So how this started was this woman that I was speaking with, she told me on her free call that she actually notices that she gets in her own way. So that's something we're going to work on together as we continue to work together. But she and I were having a conversation recently, and I noticed her avoiding taking an action, and I just invited her to let me know what was coming up for her. And she said, you know, her kids had been sick, there had been some personal stuff going on, and it was just hard. And as she was saying that, she said, why does everything get in the way of my goals? And then she called herself out here, which was really interesting to me, because she caught it, and she said, I know what you're going to (laughs) say. You're probably going to say that some mindset or self-sabotage or something like that. And yeah, maybe that's part of it. And the funny thing is, is I hadn't actually said that to her yet. But here's the thing. What I said to her is that, well, yes, actually, it's very normal. And we all have a tendency to avoid and slip into some avoidance patterns sometimes, some of us more than others. And also in this particular situation, if you've been here, I did point out to her and I want to point out to you that it's not all mindset and all self-sabotage because having sick kids is a thing. It's a real thing, especially in the winter that takes a lot of your time and mental energy and physical energy and it, it does throw off your schedule and that is a real thing. So I do not want to minimize that. I 100% live it often. And I wanted to do this podcast episode today um, because I think this is a really common thought that comes through for a lot of people is why do things keep getting in the way? Why am I always in crisis mode? Why am I always in survival mode? Why does shit always hit the fan? Why, basically, why can't things just smooth more easily so that I can do what I want and hit my goals in my business? Right? And like I said, I think we all do this on some level. So in this episode, I'm going to break down the exact questions and mindset shifts that I invite my clients into and myself because this comes up for me as well. 
and why this pattern happens. Um, because I want you to start getting out of your own way and allowing yourself to receive and like actually have the peace, the abundance, and the presence that you really want. I did um, a reel on this recently that I think this is honestly one of the hardest parts of building this both and life where you're really present with your family and your personal life and having a full-time income and part-time hours is actually like catching these thoughts, rewiring these um, patterns and learning to allow yourself to actually have what you want and get what you want. It's actually, it sounds easy. Like it sounds like, well, of course, of course I will. But it's actually harder than that. It's harder than you think. A lot of times our nervous system does not fucking know what to do with peace and calm and abundance and wealth and presence and all of the things. It sounds stupid, but it's true. So maybe you've caught yourself with a thought like that of like, why does everything get in my way? Ugh, like, why did the kids always get sick as soon as I want to go do X, Y, Z? Or why does, do I always get sick when things are starting to get good and I'm really starting to get excited and creative in my business? Blah, 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 whatever it is, right? For me, the moment when I was actually invited to recognize that this was going on it was actually several years into my business and it really I had this, this one question that my coach at the time asked me, it was almost two years ago now, really honestly kickstarted the entire healing and growth journey that I've had over the last two years. And I had already done a decent amount of personal growth work from when I started my business five years ago to then, so the first three years. But what happened was my pattern, for you it might be that things are getting good and then you get sick or your kids get sick, or something breaks, or money gets tight, or something happens and you have to spend money on it when money was already tight, <laughs> or it's just whatever. For me, I remember very distinctly reaching out to my coach at the time and being like, like, what the fuck? Why? Why? Am, is it like I'm always in survival mode? Why is everything in crisis mode all the time? I hate it. How do I stop? How do I stop being in crisis mode all the fucking time? Because it was always something, either in my relationship with my now ex-husband, with the kids, with the business, something went wrong, you know, something went wrong somewhere and I was always in crisis mode. And what I really wanted the most, I was making lots of money. My business was making over $20,000 a month. I was bringing home between my husband and I, at the time he was working in the business with me, we were bringing home close to $10,000 a month. We were traveling the country. <laughs> Gosh, it was, maybe this was, no, we weren't traveling the country. We had settled down here. We had a beautiful home in a beautiful area. I had an amazing team. On paper, things were going great, but it always felt like it sucked. I always felt like I was in crisis mode and I just wanted to be able to actually enjoy this and feel peace and like create more. You know, I wanted to save money for a house. I wanted to do lots of things. And when I asked her this, she said something to me <laughs> and she said, okay, 
this is probably going to be annoying. But, and you know, when your coach does something like that, you're like, okay, all right, what's coming now? (laughs) But I want you to think about, Kim, how is this serving you? And I was like, what the actual fuck? (laughs) What do you mean? How is this serving me? I feel horrible. And she's like, no, like there's always some, I know it's annoying and it doesn't sound like it makes sense, but there's always something underneath there. Like, even if it's not a way that you want it to be serving you, these patterns, when they keep coming up, they're serving you in some way. What is it for you? And she shared with me for her, when she realized this before, it had been, she would always get sick. She was sick all the time. But for me, it was this this crisis mode. And I thought about it. It literally like stopped me in my tracks. Once I actually sat there and stepped back and thought about it, I was like, holy fucking shit. So here's what I uncovered. For me, being in crisis, survival mode, when shit's hitting the fan all the time, actually meant that I could down tools on work and I could take time off. I could just be really present with my kids. I could just relax and read a book or watch something on TV or go on a hike or whatever. And it was always of like, well, something's going on with my kids. I need to spend more time with them or something's going on in my with my partner and I need to spend more time here. I need to relax or things are going crazy. I need to, you know, back off a little bit. And that may or may not make sense to you, but to me it made a lot of sense because I realized at the time that that's the piece that I really wanted was that to be able to not work all the fucking time <laughs> And be able to actually enjoy it. I wasn't working all the time, but I felt like I felt like I needed to at the time. And it felt very uncomfortable for me to just be like, this is enough. And then to relax just for the sake of relaxing or just be present for the sake of being present, which may or may not sound surprising to you considering what I now do for work and what my life is like now, where I actually spend lots of present time by myself with the kids and with my friends. And my body is no longer in, like, flight mode, freaking out about it, right? But at the time, the only time that I really allowed myself to do that was when shit hit the fan. And so when I would see shit hitting the fan, like, it's, this is all subconscious, right? This is not conscious. This still felt like it sucked, Because it felt like, well, shit's hitting the fan and I'm relaxing, but also shit's hitting the fan. (laughs) So it didn't really feel relaxing, but I was working less. (laughs) And it it was because it it didn't feel safe at the time for me to relax just for the sake of relaxing. When I would relax just for the sake of relaxing, my body felt anxious. My brain wouldn't stop going. I would just be like, I couldn't sit still. It felt really, really, really uncomfortable. I tried a lot of affirmations around like, it's safe to relax. It's safe to have downtime. It's safe to take time off. All of that helped a little bit, but it didn't really, really help at the time because I was, this is a little bit of a tangent, but I was still holding a lot in my body. And that's why I bring somatic tools into my coaching work as well, because this was such a game changer for me is to actually move and release that chronic trauma response from my body. 
But it really still was a game changer for me to even have that awareness to know that that's what was going on. And at the time, I was like, oh, hmm. Okay, well, you know, the next step is like, well, what do I do about it, right? But here's how else that can show up. That's actually a really common one that I just described. I've seen it a lot in other clients and other friends where we actually desperately want peace and to relax, but our nervous system and our brain doesn't actually feel comfortable with that. And I'm going to explain why that is in a minute. And so it's something's always going wrong. Something's always getting in the way, right? This is kind of where that comes into play, right? Why do things always get in the way? Um, that There's a slightly different core story going on there probably, but always in crisis mode, survival mode all the time. Another way this can come up is, like I mentioned, being getting sick all the time. Like as soon as you feel like you're really in the flow and you're like things are moving and you're getting calls or you're getting clients or feeling creative and then you get sick, right? That's a little bit different. That might be about resting. That might be about not feeling worthy of having good things. There's lots of different things there. Another way it can show up is like being broke all the time. And as soon as things start to feel good, seeing a pattern where clients start leaving or the car breaks down or something goes on in your house or your kids need something or whatever so that you never feel like you're actually getting ahead. I've actually been there as well. And this might be um, that you can't get ahead. This might be the money stuff's always coming up. So you can't you tell yourself you can't hire the coach or hire the team or whatever that you really actually want to help you get to the next level. And this kind of feeds a story, a core story that you don't get to be supported, right? Or you're not worthy of being supported or something along those lines. There are lots and lots of variants here. These are just a couple of examples. Definitely not an exhaustive list. But the reason that this happens is that our brains, our psychology, and our nervous systems, like our actual nerves in our body below our head, (laughs) below the neck, right? They develop a set point for what's familiar in childhood. And what's familiar may actually not be anywhere near what you actually want, right? It probably isn't. If you grew up like I did in a home situation that wasn't particularly stable or emotionally secure, or maybe even physically secure, um, even though you hate it now, when it comes up in your relationships, in your business, etc. The truth is that your brain and nervous system may very well be the most comfortable with constant chaos or constant disappointment or constant stress or survival mode or whatever that is, scarcity, right? That's what it's used to, even if it feels shitty. If this is resonating with you, know that you are not alone. I think every human being has this, literally every human being, different levels maybe, but every human being goes through this. And without going too far into detail, because I can nerd out over this, all day long. There's a lot about their psychology here that I could geek out over for a while, but there's lots of different ways to look at thinking about this. One book that I've read that is really fascinating to me is called Existential Kink by Carolyn Elliott. And she kind of wrote a whole book and did a whole thing on this where she kind of made it in the phrase of like, you know, you, you could say it in a in a psychology way of our brain just like wanting to do what's familiar. You can use words like our strategic self trying to protect us 
and trying to keep us comfortable with what it knows, how it knows how to handle things. She twists it a little bit, not twists it. She, she reframes it a little bit and kind of is like a little bit of like, just trying to have a little fun with it. Like a little bit of kink, like our brains are kind of kinky motherfuckers and they kind of like this like chaos and stress and instability and scarcity. And that's just the way it is, right? That doesn't mean that's just the way that it has to stay, but just like accepting it, whatever you call it, whether you call it like my brain's got a little kink going on here or my brain's trying to protect me or this is just what my brain is comfortable with and my nervous system is comfortable with, whatever flavor you look at it, the truth is that this is what happens, right? And so there's three steps to change this and to change these patterns so that you can start getting out of your own way and really start getting and receiving and holding all the good and beautiful things that you want in your life, business, relationships, whatever. Not to say that it's easy. It takes work. It takes time. But the first step is awareness. Awareness of it is the first step. If we don't know that it's here, our brain is just going to continue finding evidence or putting us in a situation (laughs) where we are repeating the patterns. One of my coaches says things come up when they're ready to be healed. And that was really powerful for me because instead of like, oh, why is this thing always coming up? Right. Oh, why am I always have this shit come up in my marriages or like, yes, I'm going to say marriages. I've been married twice. All right. Finally learned my lesson (laughs) at 40, whatever. We all have shit, right? But (laughs) whether it's repeated relationships or repeated like different jobs or like always struggling in your business or whatever it is, um, awareness of what's going on instead of going like, oh, this is always happening or like money shit's always coming up or I always feel broke or like shit always gets in the way of my goals. What if you can look at that and be like, hmm, what if it's coming up for a reason? What if it's coming up recurrently because it's actually ready to be looked at and healed and released? I don't know about you, but that was really fucking empowering for me. So the next step to awareness, if like like this client I was talking about has the awareness piece down. She caught herself. I didn't even have to say, hey, maybe this is going on. She caught herself there of like, hmm, I think this might be some sort of, she called it self-sabotage. I don't know that I'd use that word, but it's, it's accurate. I just don't think it's very empowering. Awareness is the first step. The second step is acceptance. So accepting that this is the pattern that your brain and your nervous system are comfortable with and is continuing to bring up in your life. But I invite you to add on there because it wants to heal it. It's ready to heal it. And to heal it, we've got to do something different, right? Because just continuing to be in the situation is just shining a flashlight on it. It doesn't take it away, right? And in Carolyn Elliott's book, The Existential Kink Book, she talks about like this big step in accepting it is even more of giving thanks for it and just like really deeply accepting it. Like, like, yes, like my brain got what it wanted. Like I broke as fuck and it really likes being, feeling scarce and feeling like um, it really kind of gets off on when I don't have enough or when things are falling apart and somebody has to come help me and take care of me because I don't feel comfortable just asking somebody to take care of me or somebody just taking care of me because they love me and want to take care of me, not because I am failing, right? That's another thing. 
that can come up. So just accepting it of like, hey, this is my pattern, right? One of my patterns, we often have many. The third step is action, right? Taking some actions to shift, to change, to heal. As was pointed out to me, as I tried to DIY the shit out of my healing journey, (laughs) I'm a lifelong learner. I love to read. I love to listen to podcasts. I love to do all this myself. I want to go deep into it and I want to like, I wanted to like fix it now. (laughs) Maybe you've been there. As was pointed out to me, this third step is best and most effectively and most actually quickly done with support because we can't always see the forest for the trees in our own shit. And it actually goes so much faster if we have somebody from the outside helping to guide us, helping to see and point out when we're getting in our own way, maybe words that we're using that are keeping us stuck, et cetera, and guiding us how to shift them. It definitely was true for me. This is something that I love doing and happen to be really damn good at. And this is why I do the one-on-one work that I do. How I work with clients on business coaching is it's not just about strategy because you can strategize yourself all day, but if you're getting in your own way, it's not going to work, right? I can tell you from personal experience, you can strategize yourself to making multiple six figures, but if your nervous system and your brain are still telling you you have to be in scarcity mode and stressed out all the time, guilty, that's where I was, right? I can pretty much guarantee if you're wanting something like that, like I did, it's because you're actually wanting freedom. You're wanting peace. It's not just the number, right? So this is why I do the work that I do, because it's all of it. Now, on the other side, you can do all the healing that you want, but actually, if you're trying to grow a business and scale your business, especially around being a mom and being really present with your kids, you also need strategy and you also need to make it yours, right? It's both and. A lot of both and here. So I will say, if this is something that you are finding helpful and you want to go deeper, come talk to me. I've got a couple of one-on-one spaces open. I've got free coaching calls we can start with. And I want to say that's not to say that you can't make progress on your own. You can't do any work on your own. I definitely did. It's totally something you can do and start on your own. So here's what I want you to do if you want to get started and get kind of curious of like something's resonated here and you want to kind of start exploring this on your own. One of the things I do invite you to, if you find yourself where you say anything or think anything, it's always like, it's got an always or never, catch those. Why am I always in crisis mode? Why am I always broke? Why do we never have anybody reaching out for discovery calls? Why can I never just enjoy time to relax? Or why does shit always go down? Whatever. Why does... um, like I mentioned at the beginning, my clients was, why does stuff always get in my way of getting my of hitting my goals? Anytime there's a thought that has an always or a never, that's a really good one to look at because in any communication, nothing is always or never, right? But that means it's really something that's that's deep there, right? So I would notice if you're catching thoughts, just being aware of the thoughts that come through. If you're catching thoughts that say always, never, or I have to. Those are big ones, right? I have to shift my work schedule around because my kids are sick again. I have to work at night because it's snowing and the kids are home from school and I couldn't work today and I have to work at night or whatever it is. I don't know. Catching those, that's the first step. Write them down somewhere. Do not make them wrong. 
These are subconscious thoughts. These are not thoughts you intentionally put in your brain, right? These are thoughts that your brain has developed to kind of feed into a core story that you've developed. We all have them. Don't make it wrong. This is where people get stuck because you catch it and then you're like, oh, you beat yourself up. Like, why am I always thinking this? Why can't I just like mindset my way out of this, right? Or, you know, you imagine that maybe the people that have what you want don't have these thoughts. I can guarantee you that's not true. (laughs) I have these all the fucking time. I get called out on them still periodically from my own coaches because I fall in these patterns too. My coaches, people who are making seven figures still have these thoughts, right? It's about, we're not going to make them wrong. Don't make it wrong. Just get curious. Like I mentioned before, I invite you to get curious about it. If it's like, huh, I wonder why that is, right? Here's this thought that keeps coming up for me. Huh, I wonder what's going on there. Let's get curious about it. That's one step. The next step is to choose a conscious thought that you are going to intentionally start thinking, right? To focus on instead. That doesn't mean that they're going to start coming naturally to you. Okay, I'm going to go on a little bit of a tangent here because this was this was really powerful for me and it's been a lot of it's been powerful for a lot of my clients as well. Like quick rundown of the psychology here. This is based on a woman named Brooke Castillo. She's like one of the OG life coaches, but so I'm sure and it really isn't her like she didn't make this up. This has been psychology for a very long time, but she calls it the thought model. She's kind of made it famous, I think, in the online space, but this has been around much longer than her. How it goes is there's a circumstance, right? Whether it's something in your relationship, whether it's something that happens with your money or your kids or whatever, and it triggers a subconscious thought. The thought is that there's a circumstance, then a thought. The thought, naturally, you don't have control over. It just comes like, why is everything, you know, always happened to me? Why are the kids sick again? Or whatever it is, right? Before we know, like we're dealing into this awareness piece, the next step that comes with (laughs) that you can't control either is a feeling that comes from that thought. And you can write this down as in like, all right, what's my subconscious thought here that comes through? Maybe it's, why are things always getting in the way of my goals? What kind of feelings, when you just write that down and think it, what kind of feelings do you have? Because feelings naturally come from thoughts, right? That might be, I don't know, when I think that, that feels, I feel kind of defeated. I feel frustrated. I feel stuck. I feel kind of lost, maybe a little hopeless, you know? And from those feelings, they're going to dictate what actions you take, especially if like all of this is happening subconsciously before you get to this point where you're starting to be aware of it. And so like, think about if you're feeling these things, what kind of actions are you going to take in your business to actually reach your goals? probably not going to take a whole lot of actions, right? You're probably going to be, I would be kind of, I don't know, either avoiding and just not working and maybe having a little pity party for myself. I've been there. Maybe kind of half-ass writing some content or reaching out there, but probably I'm actually not going to take much action at all because I feel defeated and I feel stuck, right? And then the result comes from the actions, right? So if I'm actually, all of this goes on like so quick. If my actions are that I'm actually not taking much actions, the outcome, the result is that I'm not going to get clients, right? I'm not going to get the clients I want. I'm not going to get the money that I want. I'm not going to get to get my goals, right? 
So what we're going to do is we're going to go back to the top. Can't change the circumstance. We can catch the thought and stop the cascade, right? We can catch the thought and be like, hmm, nope, not going to go there, brain. (laughs) Then I want you to take whatever that thought was, and I want you to think about what would be a more empowering thought. What would you like to believe instead? It's another way you can think about it. So for this, um, this might be the timing in my journey might not always look exactly how I want it to look, but nothing can get in the way of my goals. This might look like, how awesome is it that I'm building a business where I get to be flexible and work around my kids and reach my goals around my kids when they're sick and I don't have to worry about calling out sick anymore or something like that, right? If you want to take that first one, for example, then you play it out here. Then you say to yourself or think that thought that you, this the conscious one, right? Timing may not be exactly what I want, but nothing can get in the way of my goals. What feelings come up for you? For me, I feel energized. I feel forward. I feel like leaning forward rather than before I felt like leaning back. I feel like leaning forward. I feel empowered. I feel confident. I feel more grounded. These may or may not be different for you. But if you're feeling those things, what kind of actions are you going to take? Right? If I'm feeling those things, I might move forward and yeah, maybe my kids are sick and I don't have a ton of time to do all the things, but maybe I'll go and follow up with a few warm leads that I've had people uh, conversations with. Or maybe I'll do some journaling. Or maybe maybe I'll go put something up on my stories or write a post, right? Maybe I'll make a podcast episode, whatever, right? Maybe I'll follow up with somebody that I had a discovery call with or follow up with somebody that said they wanted to book a discovery call but hasn't yet. If you're doing those kind of actions, what kind of outcomes do you think you're going to get? What kind of results? Well, I'm probably actually a lot more likely to actually sign clients, right? And get the money that I want or the clients that I want or the whatever that I want, right? So when I'm very, very, very first at the beginning of my journey here, and I learned about this at the very beginning, so probably five years ago, it does take a lot of slowing down and conscious effort to do this at the beginning. But as you become more practiced in this and more aware of what's going on in your body and your head, you can start to just catch those thoughts and it doesn't go down. You don't have to play out this whole cascade, right? Once you've found a thought that feels more empowering, you can just choose to say it out loud, to think it in your head, to write it down in your journal, whatever. You can journal. Like one of the journaling prompts I love when if you're finding yourself needing to reframe a thought like this is, I'm choosing to release the story that X, Y, Z, right? Things always get in the way of hitting my goals. Instead, I'm choosing to step into the belief that yada, 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 right? My timeline may not look exactly how I'd love or exactly what I planned, but nothing can get in the way of my goals. Something like that, right? There's something powerful about writing that down and like consciously releasing it. There's lots of other tools we can throw at this, but these are just some places you can start. Like I said, awareness and acceptance are big pieces and then actions that are, and these things take time, right? And with time, I don't know that those thoughts ever go away completely. They do happen less frequently, but I can tell you that you get much quicker at catching and reframing them before your body goes down this path of the feelings. And then it does take a little bit more time at the beginning when you've gotten to the feelings part and then you're like, all right, now I got to pull back change the thought, change the feelings, right? It gets easier with time. So 
Again, what you can take from this is I want to invite you to start to notice when you're avoiding an action to help you reach your goals. If you're not catching that thought originally, this is where you can start, right? If you start to notice like, hmm, there's somewhere that I'm avoiding, right? Maybe you've been sitting on it and like actually haven't written any content or an email or a podcast or whatever you do in your business, right? Um, reaching out to people that have um, reached out to you, maybe reaching out to warm leads, maybe it's inviting people to work with you, whatever it is. Maybe it's bookkeeping. Maybe it's like looking at the money, like whatever that is, like what, what are you avoiding? Maybe it's like booking a call with somebody, right? It might be booking a call with a coach that you want to work with. <laughs> might be booking a call with me. Maybe you're avoiding that. <laughs> um, like if you can catch yourself and notice, hey, like, hmm, am I being a little avoidant here? And like, what's going on there? What's the thought coming up, right? That's another place to start. Don't beat yourself up about it. Just get curious. Hmm. I wonder what that's about, right? Hint. It's something that we just talked about, right? There's fear there. There's a story. There's something. We all go through it. And you maybe don't even need to know all of the story of why, of like what exactly is going on. Just catching yourself being avoiding it and knowing that like, all right, I'm avoiding this. I'm going to go do it anyway. I'm going to feel the fear and do it anyway. That may be all you need, right? Honestly, sometimes we can get stuck in this awareness piece and trying to cycle. I, I, I've been guilty of this. We can get stuck in the like discovery piece. Like, ooh, I wonder what's going on here. Ooh, I wonder what the core story is. What's the inner child wounding here? And like, ooh, what's going on here? And yes, that's all helpful. And it's also kind of another way to avoid, right? So sometimes that's the thing to do. And sometimes the thing to do is just to catch and notice we're avoiding and feel the fear and do it anyway. And then take care of ourselves and our nervous system. That might be shaking. That might be taking some big breaths. That might be going outside for a little regulation walk, five minutes being really present with whatever you're seeing, smelling, feeling, etc. And like I said, there are lots of other tools we can throw at these things. This is not something that is going to be easily dressed and healed in one podcast episode or even one coaching call. These things take time. But these are some things that I want to invite you to start if this is resonating with you. Now, if you found this helpful and you want to go deeper and you want to be guided to help quicken the process and actually help you really make change in these areas, then I want you to come talk to me. I'd love to support you. I've got two one-on-one -on -one spaces open available right now for three months of one-on-one -on -one where we can dive into this, we can work on it, we can get you moving towards your goals. And they are $2,500 US dollars for the three months total. You can split into payment plans if that works. And whether you feel like you might wanna move into that or you're not sure, or you just wanna like test the waters or get to know me a little bit more and I get to know you a little bit more, like let's start with a free coaching call. There's a link in the show notes to book a call with me. You get 45 minutes one-on-one -on -one with me no pressure call. I'm going to serve you and support you either way and help you to decide what is the most empowered decision for you, whether that is going it alone, whether that is working with me, whether that is working with somebody else. That's how those roll. So I invite you, even if anything's coming up for you around, this isn't the right time. I don't have, like, this feels really scary. Um, and by the way, <laughs> there's lots of deep inner work that we can do together. But also sometimes that's not the place to start. Sometimes we start with a lot of strategy. Sometimes we're looking at like, all right, let's start with cleaning up the strategy pieces, right? <laughs> Around 
making all of your pricing aligned and your packages aligned and making sure your schedule is working with the life season that you're in so that you can be present with your kids and making sure you're making enough money for the hours that you're working and healing the nervous system and like just building some somatic tools in there or developing a marketing plan that feels aligned and works for you, whatever that is, right? This is, this, this might shift depending on where you're at, but we totally customize it for you. So I invite you to hop on a free call with me if you want to go deeper, even if you just want the one call. So I'd love to support you. If this resonated, it would make my day. If you'd share this with a friend who you think would benefit, if you would leave a review for me on Apple Podcasts, or you can actually leave a review and rate, or at least a rating on Spotify now. So if you listen to either one of those podcast players, if you leave a rating or review for me, it would just make my day. Or if you'd send me a DM and let me know that this felt supportive to you. So I hope you're having a wonderfully, beautifully magical, magical start to 2024. And can't wait to talk to you next week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you loved it, it would mean the world to me if you'd share it with a friend and leave a rating or review for me in Apple Podcasts or Spotify so more mamas can find this podcast. Make sure you hit that follow button in your favorite podcast player so you don't miss an episode. See you next week. Love ya.